0: the Bedouins Coffee Corner, we have none other than Yassid. But before we get started, I need to welcome you the Bedouins Coffee Corner way, which is through a cup of Arabic coffee. I'm going to virtually pour you one. And I'm going to virtually hand it over to you. And now I can officially say, Hayak Allah, welcome to the Bedouins Coffee Corner.
1: <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much you you for you so being much. here. Thank you so much. And thank you for well, thank you for having me.
0: Thanks, Yasser. So, for our listeners and those who are not familiar with the amazing things that you do, can you tell us about yourself?
1: Um, wow, okay, what an introduction. So, Anna, my name is uh, Yasser. Um, I currently work as a coach in Milo's gym. Uh, what would you like to know? Let me see. Okay, I studied biology in school and I study and I have a master's in business. I also worked uh, maybe around, let's say, eight years in the medical industry. Well, oh, heck, uh, I don't know. Something happened somewhere. And now I'm somehow a coach. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> Having fun with it every day. Um, so, yeah. I mean, what else would you like to know? I don't know. Talking about me, if heck, has a weird Shoot.
0: So, actually, I didn't know that you worked in the health, let's say, industry. So, what made you pivot from that to becoming a coach? That's interesting.
1: Hmm. Well, a like, very interesting question, very interesting story. So, um, I know when I graduated from school, and initially I wanted to do uh, medicine because I really like the human body and how it works and stuff like that. Okay, but uh, maybe so. I went to college, studied biology, and then second year into biology, I was like. This is not easy. Add it's not easy. Yani, I love the biology. I love the, yeah. I love the way the human body works. But <laughs> mm-hmm. before we actually go into medicine, yani, in medicine, we do pre-med. And some of my friends were like yeah. uh, a year and two ahead of me. So when I started school, okay. and, they were, and they graduated, and they actually started med school, I was looking then, them, I was like, wow, is this what's going to happen to me? <laughs> Definitely not. But at that point, yani, I really liked biology, I yani. So I decided to continue it anyway. So I finished school, graduated. Yeah. Okay. And what do you do with a biology degree? I have no idea. I have no idea. And by then when I graduated, <laughs> like the real world hit, like, what should I do with a biology major? Like, should I go work in a lab? Should I work in a hospital? Should I study more? Yeah. Should I, I don't know. I don't know. So uh, initially I came to, right. uh, I came to Bahrain back in 2008 almost. It's 2008 and I was there. So I was like, okay, I'm going to look for a job, anything. I don't care. My brother was there. So I was like, I'm going to look for anything. So I tried, I, pl- I, I probably applied for more than 200 jobs and I got none. back. Wow. that's a lot. I even, yeah. I even wow. sat with a, I even sat with a, what do what do you call them? A career coach, like a, 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 somebody who's so okay. job was yeah, yeah. to hire people and stuff and teach them what to do at, at work. And nothing, 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 nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, but I really wanted to get the job. like I wanted to get independent, خلاص, and I graduated. I'm I'm a, I'm a grown man. So, uh, still, nothing worked. Nothing happened. Yeah. Stayed there for like three, four months, just looking for a job. I worked a little bit in like car sales mm-hmm. and stuff, because I'm a big car fanatic. So I just started to car sales and stuff like that. And then by mistake, one of my friends came to Saudi from Bahrain. And he was telling me, no, no. To come and work in Saudi. I was like, really? To work in Saudi? I don't know. Because back, back in those days, the gharib, like, what's say go to work in Saudi, I felt it was like yeah. a totally different planet out of the shoe. Like, oof, to leave. It. Well, I am yeah. from Ghana. So and I came from Ghana. I, I came to Lebanon just for like college, nine years, and I came to Saudi. I'd never been to anywhere that's like an Arabic speaking place. So I came to, so uh, would you like to work? with Because I was like, fine, what's the job? He said, medical sales. I was like, fine, okay, let's do it. And I worked with the company here for uh, around eight years. I was handling uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, I worked in like cardiovascular surgery. So we basically supply interesting apply, like stuff and goods and reusable items for cardiac surgery and uh interventional cardiac surgery vascular yeah. surgery and then first started to get like, right. the hang of it It was a really nice job because you get to also and you learn how the body works and learn how to like uh, help the doctors and guide the doctors into what they should do in like certain situations as I can feel like a new case that's coming mm-hmm. out or a new study that's coming out or like a a new way of doing things that's uh, coming out so yeah, for example, um, yeah. in Zaman, all the the surgeries were like open surgeries. So and you had to actually open the person up and then go into okay. the surgery. Like if it's like especially for cardiac surgery right. and, and do uh, like blocked arteries, it's something called uh, cabbage. Can you have a cabbage? Coronary artery bypass grafting. So they used to open the chest. I've actually seen that. They used okay. to open the chest and then Inside the heart, like, they do a bypass. So it's ahead of Sharia and Sakkar, they do, like, a bypass, like, from here to the source to the other side where it's closed. And over the years, then yeah, it became so much less traumatic. Now they, they can actually go from, like, your thigh and navigate all yeah. the way up to your heart with a wire, with a guide wire. Mm-hmm. Balloon, Interesting. And then they imagine, like, they go inside the, the artery and then they expand it a bit. And then they expand it some more. And then I watch sometimes when they go in, and then they like how interesting. Yeah, like a metal tube inside, so yeah. it holds it. So it was very very interesting for so the way things work. And then uh,
0: yeah,
1: went to the gym, I guess a few times. Really 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 liked it, and uh, stayed there for yeah. quite a while. I and mean, I remember I did like. I've done a lot. so I've done bodybuilding, CrossFit, powerlifting, quote unquote, because people say I don't follow the correct methodology. But I, I, mean, I like all of them Saraha, really. I'm not biased towards one or the other. Yeah. So and I did a lot of bodybuilding back then, but then I started like implementing other stuff and then heard about uh, CrossFit. I was like, Whoa, what is that CrossFit? It sounds like something uh, interesting. So I looked up yeah. a few videos online. You know, looked up previous online, saw people doing crazy, 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 crazy things. I was like, what the heck? I can do stuff like that. And then one of my friends came over, actually, he said, let's try and do a workout, like one of their workouts. I was like, okay, fine. Okay. And at this point, I was fit, quote unquote. Okay, so like going to the gym every day, doing my yeah. cardio, eating well, and stuff like that. But anyway, going to the gym. So you can say I'm a fit, fit guy-ish guy ish guy. So we did the first workout, and I, خلاص, I was going to pass out. Like, what is this? Yeah. And it became sort of like interesting how you think you're fit and like one, you're good at one thing, and then when you have a curveball and somebody throws something else at you, you're totally unfit in it. You know, مثلا, right. A lot of guys who go to the gym now, like you do like bodybuilding or stuff, they feel out of breath all the time, you know, because like they're not getting their cardio. You know? Yeah. So yeah, well I became uh, yeah it's something I would do because I love doing it. And then Sweishway, and yeah, people started asking right. me like to coach them and teach them and how to do this and how to do that. I was like, okay fine, but I'm still being self taught myself, yeah. And we still are being self taught.
0: Yeah.
1: By yeah, I mean, any I don't know, gain popularity. And then from there Allah fathala alayna, Alhamdulillah. And uh, yeah, here we are.
0: Nice. <laughs> here we are. that being said can you tell me a little bit more about Milo's what it's like running it
1: mm. um, at the beginning of course yeah, when we first opened up the gym it was uh, yeah, we always tend to think about yeah, the, the, the the tough stuff the numbers the big lifts the the, the performers more <laughs> best my experience and with time, as time goes by, you get to realize that that's not the, the bread and butter of any, of any gym or any, or any gym. Yeah. That should yeah. be your, your core. Yeah. Any focus out of the shoe because people who are good, who want to get better. That's amazing. But the majority of people yeah. uh, are people who are like you and me and like people who are everyday people. They're not dedicated athletes. They just want to yeah. feel better, look better, be healthier. And this is the most important thing. Sure. And it's not, uh, in our biggest competition, is not another gym. And I don't think any other gyms competition should be another gym. I think yeah, the competition should mm-hmm. be like trying to make people understand the basics and how we operate. The, the human body and how it works and why you should exercise and why you should be fit and why your body fat should be between a certain level. Yeah. Not because of the way you look only because the way you look is just like a snapshot of who you are. There's so many health benefits that happen on the inside that are not visible on the outside, per se. So I would say running Milo's has been uh, amazing, honestly, because it's been both uh, a lesson to me and like uh, just seeing how, people perceive themselves and perceive sports and how people like are intimidated sometimes and some people are like approached with uh with uh with an open heart uh, they think they're better and then they get better and then some of them they're like couldn't uh self-confidence and then it it's very rewarding if in one word very stressful very rewarding
0: <laughs> yeah I keep passing by the gym like in the car, like all the time when I have a mm-hmm. shower. And I'll pass by and I'll okay. be like, I really need to go. But then I'm like, that's really terrifying. <laughs> like, I go back and I what go is, to Instagram and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> um, what is terrifying? Where did your passion to start Instagram? the gym come from? What's terrifying? What's terrifying? I don't know. Yeah, I think I so. I tried CrossFit once. um, I like when? signed up with this gym and. I just I I felt like it wasn't for me. It was just really, really rough. Like I don't know how to explain this, but like there's soreness and then there's like I'm broken. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so okay. yes. um I felt like I was so sore to the point where like it would take me a week to recover, even though I'd like still go after and after and after. like I'd keep going, but like my body just like wasn't having it. And so I admire the sport. I really admire the sport and that's why I like always reach out to CrossFit athletes, people who own CrossFit gyms, because I think it's so like mentally um rewarding, but also it's so physically difficult that like I see your gym and I'm like, I'm running
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, nah, I get it, I get it. But shufi Like any other sport in this world, okay, into whatever sport that you want to do yeah. Okay, whether it's uh, strongman, powerlifting I'm a number one approachability is it approachable number two is it yani can you keep doing it for yeah. a long time and number three how do you measure to get better at it? Yani? Fa let's say number one is it approachable right. any sport regardless regardless what you do um you're gonna be following a certain program yeah. you should have a plan Yeah. Yani. going to the gym while I wanna today I want to do one two three four five or today I want to do one two three four five in Hatta imagine I know, even though yeah, we've been, we train yeah. a lot of people, but we have a program that we follow. Yeah, I don't have a program, I, and I recently started this also, because yeah. if, if left to my own devices, I will just do the things I love. I, have to show, I will not do the things that I'm not good at. So, yeah. any, any, anyone who's starting to go into a gym, or he wants to start a, a certain sport, or wants to do like a workout regimen, or you should have a plan of course this plan this plan is what gives the first impression about every sport to the person trying the sport at the first time does that make sense
0: yeah yeah that does
1: it yes. does it does okay so typically if I'm yes. today I go to um, a running gym they're treating they're, tra- they're, tra- they're, tra- they're treating people how to okay. do what they're treating they're uh, training people into doing like track and field and stuff training and yeah so i go into i go i go and i start it's my first day i don't know how to run this coach puts me on like the most difficult 50 meter sprint of my life ever and i have to do it 10 15 times okay yeah so next day i wake up i'm broken my soul is broken i am broken from the inside i am tired i'm dead and i hate every minute okay yeah so what happens now is it Is the coach's fault? Is it the sport's fault? Or Mm. is it your fault? Which one do you think? Because it could be a combination of the three. That's your fault for
0: pushing yourself. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) yes. So number one. Number one. Is Ayashchuk is going to try something like... I'm wearing my gaming headset, by the way. It turns out my mic doesn't work well with this. So if if any person now goes into... uh, to, to start something number one is you should know your pace don't be so much in a hurry for you to like go fall out out of because with a sport like crossfit who the yeah. nature of it is competitiveness i and yeah, a I right. the competitiveness side of it is how you look powerlifting is the numbers that you mm. pull, for example and uh crossfit is like your, yeah. your total performance so how much can you complete a certain workout with a Number of reps or the time that you finish to complete it. So in its nature, I told it right. is that they are competitive. But you should not approach it yeah. as someone who wants to get competitive. Right. Like, but there's two types of people. This goes back to the two types of people thing. So there's people who are professional athletes. Yeah. The sole job is to get better. And there's the everyday person like you and me. So the everyday person yeah. like you and me should always approach it with like a learning attitude. Yani, what am I doing? What am I moving? Mm. Uh, when I squat, uh, is it just for an exercise? What is the purpose of this exercise? And then you learn your pace. Yeah. You should, you will be sore. I kid, you will be sore. But you will be sore only for a particular period of time until you go harder than the, the last time that you went. So the previous course, time, should never right. be scary. Yes the cross that should never be scary no sport should be scary and if you feel like it is getting too much you should pace it back and hold it back and honestly and we've had a lot of people also mm. talk about uh, this well, there's a lot of misconceptions and you know? i'm gonna start doing crazy stuff because uh, i get it you see someone walking on his head yeah. and doing a muscle up. what the heck is going on <laughs> And this would not be intimidating. Yeah, yeah. You should you should actually look at that and be like, wow, they can do that sort of stuff. That's all respect to the human body. But if I want to go in, I want to go in and start to work on my health. If I find you know, down course. the line that oh, well, I'm enjoying it, I want to get competitive about it, then you can start to like think about how you can get competitive. And look, being competitive, trust me, it, it's a lot of work. It's not simple. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I've heard... Um, yes, okay, so where did your passion to start the gym come from? Why a CrossFit-based gym? Um,
1: like, I believe in the fundamental ways of movement. Okay, and uh, I think okay. you, I, I think machines have their job in working out, like isolation mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But overall, if you don't do something. Uh, multi-jointed, something that requires more than one joint at a time, something that requires any, 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 uh, it should, be, it should be like, like, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Effort It requires a full body effort or an effort okay. that you might use more than one muscle group at the same time. I believe in that. Yeah. And even your squat, yeah. your deadlift, your bench, your push press, the way that, yeah, the way that you move basically is how you should be training mm-hmm. around. Okay, so this goes back to like functional fitness and like uh, what is the closest thing. You know, hey, CrossFit is just a name. CrossFit is is a is a trade name, so it's like yeah. Apple. It's like uh, whatever. It's just a brand name from But the actual training of yeah. it is strength and conditioning, again, strength and conditioning, tapan, is uh, is. Uh, one of our passions and CrossFit happens to be one of the ways into strength and conditioning again, because yeah. how, why did we choose this sort of training? It's because this is the sort of training that we like to do, honestly. And we feel this has the best uh, benefits okay. and the ones that teaches you much best uh, strength and power, but also skill, also stamina. It also builds your, uh, mm-hmm. your, your, whole aerobic capacity. So to any other training, and I solely believe this, that it's, it's superior from the perspective that you have a coach watching over what you're doing during mm-hmm. the workout. Okay. They're also amazing. But because there you don't have someone watching over you, as you do them, you tend to leave out yeah. the most important parts. So like, sort of like, and if I go to a regular yeah. gym and I want to do like, a, like bodybuilding, for example, I see this a lot. A lot of people neglect right. their cardio. They just work on the. They just work yeah. on like uh, getting the pump or muscles or whatever, thinking that is going to be a better result than the actual cardio. When cardio is far superior, yeah. it burns more calories, it helps you lose weight better, uh, It builds your cardiovascular endurance, it builds your, it helps you develop your lungs, the way you breathe in the, the oxygen that, that your body takes. So, the benefits of cardio are more, if not equal to, yeah. benefits of weights. So right. the sort the, the, the training methodology involves all these stuff. So CrossFit involves three three major things. Mm-hmm. Is about to, to put this thing simply. anything that's external weight, if it's a barbell or a dumbbell or a kettlebell or a ball, wa wasn't wasn't So whether it's a sit up a push up, an air squat, a pull up, these cardio. But these are the three elements of uh, right. CrossFit or strength and conditioning training is it. and we we'll mix them together. Sometimes we focus on this yeah. more than this, sometimes on this more than this.
0: Like, uh, the gym itself, I've seen all over. People like throw the name around left and right. People Allah. like a lot of people go, there's definitely a community. Yes, I've heard it a lot of times between like people that I don't really know. Um You know, I see on Instagram people that tag, et cetera, the community that you guys have built. So I feel like not only do you guys have the gym aspect, but the community aspect as well. What are some of the highs and lows that you guys have faced with the gym throughout the journey of it so far?
1: Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Corona, definitely. Corona is like, oh, 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 my God. Corona was was and still is by the way animation Manin was now yani, we're not going into lockdowns like that But definitely is yeah. one of the worst worst in terms of our type of business, yani, especially No, uh, the gym is uh, mm-hmm. it's sort of a front-loaded business okay so it's not like you're not buying an actual good, it's a service that you're getting. You're getting the expertise of the yeah. people in the gym. You're getting like the attention from the coaches. You're getting someone to actually teach you how to move. Yeah. So all this stuff, these are services. It's not good that I can put in a package and send it over to you. So mm-hmm. what we're doing yeah. is you want to work out for a month. So you pay me a month in advance, for example. This is how gyms work. Right. Since we are a front-loaded gym, I'm a if you came and you paid me for three months and I closed for three months because of COVID, I have to pause everything. Mm-hmm. I have to pretend like this three months never existed and then give you the three months when we open again. So that was a very, very, very difficult pickle to get out of. And we still are feeling the effects of today. And I would guess that maybe this is the lowest low, the lowest low. And even compared to like when we first opened and people were like, and what we were doing. This was one yeah. of the most difficult uh, periods. And it still is, by the way. It still is. And I see it all around me. Yani. Uh, so inshallah, inshallah, yeah. inshallah, inshallah ta'adi ala khair. And I hope that yani, people see, inshallah, that we're doing it. We're actually doing something from our hearts. And uh, alhamdulillah. Min There's so many, uh, yani, so many, so many, so many, yani, so many, alhamdulillah, that I can't even count on one hand. I can't count on one hand. Yeah, we have the weightlifting team, inshallah, alhamdulillah, the girls did, did very well last time. Uh, we had recently had a CrossFit competition that was amazing. I've had one of my yeah. idols, Ilyana, a with Dimitri Klokov, come to the gym and uh, teach us a bit of weightlifting. He's a weightlifter, a Russian weightlifter. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had, uh, yeah, I mean, so many people changed their lives. Well, yeah, I mean, you see it in the everyday people, yeah, it's Fallon. When somebody's quality of life yeah. like, completely changes over and you know? people people with all sorts of stuff, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol, sleep apnea, anxiety, all this stuff, alhamdulillah, when you see that we're not a cure. But we are a means to a better end. You know? yeah. the, you know, picking up a, a good habit along yeah, the way and sure. being in a community, alhamdulillah, that's very supportive and very very, very wealthy you and know, loving. Alhamdulillah. So that's yeah. one of the the blessings of being in such a place.
0: That's amazing. You said that just a second ago about like when you guys first opened what you guys were up to or what you guys were actually doing. Yeah. So I yeah. I know that, you know, the the sport itself has become a little bit more popular, um, you know, specifically in kingdom. Do you think there's been a shift in the sport in our society, like more specifically the kingdom over the past couple of years? The perception of it, the acceptance of it, people getting into it. What's your take on that?
1: Akeed, Akeed, I think over the past maybe five, six years, but over the last three years, honestly, the emphasis of sports has become, Alhamdulillah, 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 there's been a big. Interest in sports. us, people coming to the gym. People coming to the gym. I've always yeah. go to the gym at Chosdi, but uh, the emphasis of other right. sports like weightlifting, uh, arm wrestling, uh, wrestling, uh, judo. Uh, soccer, because soccer used to get all the attention, uh, from what I've heard. You know. uh, but now, you know, there's, yeah, There's there's a, there's a big distribution over stuff like gymnastics and one of them. I CrossFit, powerlifting. Heidoli the sort of free training, or free weight training. Yani, uh, right. has become also very very popular and it is it is nice and it is. Yani you can measure how you progress in them. Yani they are rewarding for the effort that you you give.
0: Yeah.
1: But you know, there, there has been alhamdulillah, a big uh, a big uh, jump in interest and a big, it's, it's interest more of an education and awareness about being. Uh, healthy and moving and like, our, our our biggest challenge is trying to remove all the misconceptions that are all over social media, yeah. all over everywhere. Yeah. I mean, people's minds and people's heads drink this tea right. to lose weight uh, do this workout to burn fat yeah. when the basics right. never, never have ever and will never, ever change In
0: yeah. yeah I think something that's so funny you, you mentioned, like, drink this tea to lose weight I always, like react to your stories because you're always posting like if I see one more ad about this fake way to like for someone to get in shape I am going to kill someone and I'm like yes I I fully resonate with that um so we're fans of your stories that are like that over here um so that being said (laughs) where do you think the future of the sport is headed in kingdom
1: well, I see, honestly, with the last, with the last two years, uh, I've seen a lot of new talent. A lot, yeah. a lot of new talent, a lot of young Saudi guys uh, that are
0: um, yeah.
1: early teens to pre-teens, maybe all the way up to like uh, mid twenties, early thirties. Mashallah, there's a lot of mm. like high performers in, in fact, like people who are talented, who are dedicated, People yeah. who are actually uh, yani, learning from Tisha So I feel like the future is very yeah. bright. Because there are yani, the exposure and the awareness and the availability of it. Yani, we talk about social media, but social media has both its ups and its downs. It's kind of like a like a television. You choose yeah. what you want to watch, you know? So, so is the sure. uh, if you have people with the interest of knowing about sports and health and fitness... But they know, you know, bit by bit, they're following the stuff, and because they see a lot of people doing it, it becomes sort of like less outlandish for you to go to a non-conven- non-conventional Ben I mean, non-conventional gym like ours. So yeah, for sure. Th- th- there's been there's been a big distribution over all the sports. You not know, people only focusing on one. Or oh, you know, So now when you go tell someone uh, yeah. a gym, they don't they don't only just think about like a, a standard gym with like machines people think about, oh, there's many different types of gyms and how sports are moving, there's this type of sport, there's this type of sport. So, yeah, I I feel like the the future is, inshallah, a lot of talent coming up from Saudi, uh, from areas that we Mm -hmm. we will not expect, inshallah, Um, in CrossFit, in powerlifting, in bodybuilding, in like all sorts of uh, sports, inshallah.